With the first pick. Lawrence in a foot race. Will they catch him? Touchdown, Tigers! The Jacksonville Jaguars select Lawrence. Back left corner of the end zone for Amari Rodgers, and they do it again. Another Clemson touchdown. All right, welcome to another edition of TrevorCast. Matt Hayes, Hayes Carline, and Graham Marsh here with you. We uh, certainly uh, appreciate being with you today. Thanks to our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. And Matt, this was a fun uh, episode because we've talked to a lot of experts and gurus and things like that. And uh, we have talked to Darian Rencher, uh, who was uh, one of Trevor's really good friends uh, at Clemson. But now we get to talk to somebody who sort of helped really hands on with the process of Trevor Lawrence and uh, and sort of was along for this what's been such a phenomenal ride to this point and uh, Joey King. Joey was the head coach at Cartersville uh, when Trevor Lawrence played there. He's now the head coach at Carlton High School, um, but really fun getting a chance to talk to him about Trevor's development in high school. Yeah, I think you know the thing we really wanted to talk to him about was he's a guy who's been part of this Trevor train since it began. You know, he's the guy who saw him as an eighth grader coming up into ninth grade and realizing, wait a second, I'm going to have to find a spot for this cat. And and I think it was interesting to hear him talk about how, okay, here he was here, and now he's got to go through all this hype and expectations and everything about people talking about he's going to be the first pick in the draft when he was a sophomore in high school. And now here we are. So I think it was interesting to hear him talk about that, how Trevor dealt with that, how he dealt with it on and off the field, and how he just continued to progress in high school. And I think one of the more enjoyable parts of, of this pro this process of, of the Trevor cast and just us getting to know Trevor is is been more what people say about him as a person more so than the football player. The football player we could see and and make our own conclusions that this kid's got the makings of something pretty spectacular. But to hear people that really know him and and how humble he's been from the very start, that that's not something that I mean, it'd be great if he learned it. Uh, at the end of the day, you just want a humble, grounded right, person. Right. But it really feels like it is just an innate quality in Trevor that, you know, he, he, Joey talked about the competition, um, you know, and, and how well Trevor handled that. We saw that at Clemson uh, with how he how well he handled it with Kelly Bryant. And it just seems like, uh, and, and like you're saying, the, the superstardom that's been thrust upon him, it just seems like you couldn't have handled it any better. Yeah, I, I mean, Hayes, I cannot tell you how many – Coaches that I've talked to, and I mean the, the 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 winners, Saban, Dabo, Urban, all these guys, they all say the same thing: how you how you act and how you prepare off the field directly translates to how well you play on the field, and and how you live your life off the field directly translates to how well you produce and how much success you have on the field. Clearly, he's doing things right off the field, Trevor Lawrence, and clearly. It is translating to on the field. And if you can get that at the most important position on the field, your quarterback, then you've got something special. Absolutely. Fantastic points. All right, without further ado, here is former Cartersville head coach Trevor Lawrence's high school coach, Joey King. Joey King joining us now, uh, coached Trevor Lawrence at Cartersville High School, and uh, we certainly appreciate his time. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I'll just start with... Um, what was it like? What was what was your first impression? What what did you heard about Trevor Lawrence before actually seeing him as a player? And then what were your first impressions of him? 
Yeah, well, I, I took the uh, I took the Cartersville job. It would have been the the spring of his eighth grade year, um, and I wanted to have a meeting with all the eighth grade boys that were rising ninth grade football players. You know, and going into it, you kind of do research and homework on the job. And I knew that we had a we had a rising junior um, that was going to be a a, a big time quarterback prospect, and then we had potentially this this rising ninth grader that had a really good middle school season. And I heard some, you know, there was some hype around his name, so. I go over there, and, and it didn't take, didn't take me long to find him uh, in the middle school cafeteria. He was about a head and a half taller than everybody uh, when he came walking in, but very, very quiet, respectful kid, um, introduced himself, and, and then went and sat down just like everybody else. So my, my first impression of him was, wow, this kid is tall, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but but, uh, but other than that, he was very quiet and very humble. Hey, Joey, we, we, we've heard so much about Trevor and his his performance on the field off the field, to me, I think what is so striking is that he's dealt with this hype or, or expectations or whatever you want to call it since his ninth grade season, and it's never crushed him. How has he dealt with that, and, and how has it been so easy for him to deal with that? Man, he, he just, again, he, he's, uh, he's very humble, a uh, very humble young man. He's not defined by uh, success or failures on the football field. You know, he understands that life is life is bigger than that, you know. Uh, so if he, if he makes a good play or makes a bad play, he's ready to play the next play, regardless of what happened before. Um, you know, so that's really kind of the, the approach the approach that he takes. Coach, what's Trevor's family like? Oh, man, his family's awesome. Got, got a great, great parents, mom and dad. Uh, Jeremy and Amanda are phenomenal, phenomenal people. Uh, they support shoot. They support all their children and everything that they do. You know, he's got got an older brother uh, who's uh, as talented of a, an artist as Trevor is, a football player. A really, really talented young man. Uh, got a younger sister that's involved in all kinds of in all kinds of sports, and uh, they support her just the same. You know, so he comes from a really, really strong family. Joey, what what makes him unique? From I'm sure you've you've coached a lot of young guys in your time that you think are really special players. And, and that they get it and they understand it and they go on and somebody can go on and play in college football, maybe in the NFL. What makes him unique from the other guys you've coached and other guys you've seen at the high school level? Oh man, that's that's a that's a good question. Uh, overall, his talent and his skill set is is better than anybody that I've coached. Uh, anticipation is really good. Accuracy is really good. Um, but when I, I used to tell people this, I've probably said it a, a million times when people ask me about Trevor, you know, that, that, whether it be a college recruiter or somebody doing an interview, um, that Trevor, Trevor's the real deal in every category. Uh, he's, he's a great, phenomenal person. He's, he was a great teammate, uh, you know, in the, in the tops, you know, uh, as far as a student, you know, uh, just you, you pick a category that you want to find out about work ethic. He's going to check all the boxes. Coach, I want to go back to something you said earlier. So you, when you took the job, you knew you had a rising big-time junior uh, QB prospect, and, and obviously Trevor eventually gets the job. What was that process like? How did Trevor uh, handle that process? Because we then saw him uh, do it again at, at Clemson with Kelly Bryant. Yeah, very similar situation. Uh, you know, going into it, Miller Forstall was a rising junior, 6'5", at the time, probably 100 and maybe 190 pounds, 195 pounds. Trevor was a rising freshman at, at the time, was probably 6'3". Ooh, I'm, I'm not even going to try to guess his weight then. He was tall and skinny. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and we just kind of approached the competition 
on, on a day-to-day basis. You know, it's, hey, look, let's, let's show up and work today. And as long as you come today to try to be better than you were yesterday, we're going to move forward with this deal. And who, if one of you develops a hot hand, we're going to go with a hot hand. So we did that through summer seven on sevens. We got into the season, uh, maybe game four, uh, Trevor had really kind of just made some some better plays than Miller had made at quarterback, and and again this is a this is a testament to Miller Forstall. Now Miller comes to us and he says, Coach, look, I, I mean, what are we gonna do with this quarterback thing? He said, I I can't make the plays this freshman's making, you know. And at the time, Miller was like the number twenty one prospect in the country uh, according to rivals. He said, but I love you, I love this program, I still wanna I still wanna you know play here and find something to do. So we moved into tight end. Uh, we moved Miller Forstall to tight end. Miller goes on, signs a scholarship with, with Alabama uh, at, at tight end, plays for them, started for them for about three years, and hopefully gets taken in the draft this year. You know, And then the rest, the rest was history for Trevor as well. Joey, oftentimes we hear about these, these young guys that, that are picked high in the draft, that you know, they're either close to their ceiling or they're at their ceiling. How far away do you think is Trevor from his ability to be right at the top of his ceiling as far as a player? Yeah, you know, I I think, uh, you know, Clemson says it all the time, so I don't want to sound, you know, cliche with it, but the, the best is yet to come for him. You know, he's always uh, he's always looking for ways to improve, uh, always trying to find ways to, to better his game, to better his craft, looking to get bigger, faster, stronger, learning more and more about the game daily. So, um, I mean, I think with his, with his arm talent, his cerebral capabilities, uh, his love for the game, I think – I really think the sky's the limit. Coach, what would be your advice to to Urban Meyer in terms of of coaching Trevor? Uh, shoot, I don't I don't know. You know, Trevor Trevor's the type of player that uh, you got to coach him and, and lead him in the right direction. But he he's self driven, he's self motivated. Uh, he knows the second he makes a mistake, um, you know. So my, my my advice, I guess, is just to to put put, put good people around him. You know, he's he's going to make the team better uh, just because of his leadership and who he is. And the way that he's going to approach things every day, um, but just you know, just get those those good people around him. Joey, the Clemson coaches say that they've never seen a guy in the film room like him. Like he's not only is he a junkie, he just sees things and sees it quickly and absorbs it quickly. Was it like that for you as well when he was younger? Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, you know one of the first <clears throat> first impressions uh, to where he just sees the game fast. Uh, he he came out to spring practice with us as an eighth grader. So going into that ninth grade year, that spring, we brought him and maybe a couple other guys up to go through spring ball. And we're throwing a four vertical concept, uh, middle field open deal. We, you know, basic bend to read by the number two receiver. And as soon as that linebacker walled and let him clear, the second that he cleared that linebacker, Trevor hit the kid in the ear hole with the ball. You know, and ball goes flying in the air. But, you, 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 I mean, that's a junior-senior type throw anticipation. You know, and this kid was making it at the spring of his eighth grade year. You know, so from, just from having the the it factor and understanding and processing the game, uh, he he really really put time in and really, I mean, you tell him one time and he's got it. You know, and as a coach, you better make sure you remember what you told him. You know, three weeks ago, uh, you're on the sideline, you're trying to make an adjustment with him. He said, Coach, you know, three weeks ago we said this, and you have to say, Oh, wait a minute, all right, we're gonna treat it a little differently this time. He just he just remembers stuff. You know, very very intelligent. That's awesome. In terms of hearing stories like that, do you have a favorite Trevor Lawrence performance? Oh man, he he, you know the the Bartram Trail game, and I know that'd be familiar to, to sure. Jacksonville area people, right? Bartram Trail came up and played us. We played on ESPN. It was the 
you know, Joey Gatewood and, and Riley Smith, I think, were the quarterbacks there at Bartram Trail, and, and Trevor was with us, and, and those guys were airing it out all over the field all night. We ended up winning it uh, in a close one late, but I think he threw for over, you know, threw for over 400 yards and just had, a, had an exceptional performance uh, on, on a really big stage for a high school player. Joey, do you you were at USF last year, then you got got back to to the high school game this year. When you're coaching, do you find yourself comparing players to the idea of what you've had what you had with Trevor for four or five years at Cartersville? No, you know, I you you can't do that. It's like the the, the year after Trevor left uh, Cartersville, once he graduated and went to Clemson. You know, we had to replace 18 of 22 starters. Uh, we had a quarterback that was going to be a good player, T. Webb, who who ended up he signed with Louisville. Right. You know, but and and everybody asks about that. You know, how how's he going to handle the expectation after Trevor? Well, nobody expected him to be Trevor. You know, and I'm not I'm not comparing anybody else to Trevor. Trevor is Trevor. Everybody else is everybody else. You know, so I just with these kids, you know, I think that's it's it's unfair to kids to try to put an expectation on them of of that. You know, because again, I I think I mean Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. You know, in my my personal opinion, so it'd be unfair for me to to compare him to somebody else or compare somebody else to them. So I just want the kids to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Joey, what was it like? Trevor goes as a true freshman and dissects Alabama to win a national championship. Uh, and then he comes back to Cartersville. What Were you expecting that there could be any change? And, and how, how did he handle that process of almost instantaneously becoming the face of college football? Yeah, no, he, he handled it like he's handled everything else. You know, from being the – Number one player in the country coming out of high school and having every every college in and out of our door, uh, notoriety, people stopping him in public. He, he's handled it the same the same way all throughout his life, as as far as I know. You know, so there's there's really no there's really no change in him. He's still he's still the same person with the same values uh, that approaches life the same the same way. So, Joey, the number one overall pick, typically a fifty fifty deal, fifty percent mega, fifty percent or bust. Um, you've been around football a long time. What, what, what's your projection for Trevor? I, I, you know, I think it's, in my opinion, I think he's he's gonna he's gonna make. Uh, it's there's no indicator whatsoever um, from anything in his life. You know, from character to to whatever. There's there's no indicator that he will not be uh, successful at the next thing that he does. And one thing too that I, I think is intriguing about Trevor, we we heard Dabo talk about this at his pro day that he doesn't just have a high school sweetheart; he has a, a junior high sweetheart, and obviously he and Marissa are, are getting ready to be married next month. Uh, how much has she helped him, in, in your opinion? Uh, you know, I I, I think that again with, with a lot of things in his life, there, there's been a lot of consistency. You know, so the the. The good things in life don't change, right? So when he he found the one that he knows is the one, uh, that hadn't changed, you know. And truth, truth. I, I told somebody that this morning. Truth is always truth. Good things really don't change, you know. So I, I think just the the stability there and, and the the consistency there has probably helped him a little bit. What will it be like for you when he runs out onto the field to take his first NFL snap in Week One next year? I mean, I'll be excited, but it's it's no different than when he when he ran out there as a as a gangly high school freshman. You know, he's still he's still the same to me. Um, I love him and talk. I talk to him quite often, and and very rarely do we talk about X's and O's. You know, we we talk about how his heart is and how he's dealing with things and and just um, you know life in general. So I'll I'll, I'll be 
super, super proud of him, but I'm proud of him. Uh, I'd be proud of him if he didn't take another snap, you know, because of who he is and not what he does. Absolutely. And his faith is is really uh, important to him as well. Is it? I'm, talk a little bit about your conversations yeah, I, with him about that and how far he's come in, in, in that arena. Oh man, I've seen him seen him grow uh, tremendously. He, he's always been been grounded in his faith, but just I mean, you guys know when, when you go to college, you kind of figure out who you are. You know, you kind of get away from from your parents. You know, their their instruction and guidance a little bit, and they they hope and pray that they they kind of pushed you in the right direction. But when that faith starts becoming real, it's when you kind of you kind of get out there on your own and have to go through some things. And and, and he's done that and 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 held on to held on to that faith and it's it's really shaped him into who he is and and now seeing him grow um as a leader you know being able to to voice his faith and to take a stand for the things that he believes in really really makes me proud I, i'm more proud of that stuff than i am you know the fact that he threw five touchdowns in a game or whatever the case may be i'm a whole lot more proud of him using the platform that this game of, of football affords in the manner that he's using it Great stuff. Joey King, we can't thank you enough for your help. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing Trevor continue to grow and shine here with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thank you so much for your time today, Joey. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you, Joey. All right, guys. You're listening to the 1010XL TrevorCast, brought to you by our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. All right, appreciate Joey King's time, and uh, once again, uh, appreciate our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac for sponsoring the Trevor Cast. Uh, if you uh, need a vehicle, go see our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. All right, Matt, a lot of good stuff there from uh, Joey King. What was your biggest takeaway? Yeah, I think it's interesting because Joey's been a high school coach all his career, He's ex- with the exception of one year. Last season, he joined Jeff Scott at South Florida to be the tight ends coach there, and I think he got a unique perspective of coaching in college football as well as high school. So he kind of he kind of gave us the idea of what that transition is like. And now we see what's the transition going to be like to the NFL. And I think that's the the big question all that we've done now in all in all these podcasts says the big question in all of them still remains what happens when he gets to the NFL? Because as we all know, it's a 50-50 proposition in the history of the NFL draft as number 1 overall quarterbacks. 50 of them win, 50 of them bust. And I don't see a bust. I don't think anyone I've ever talked to about Trevor sees a bust. But it's still interesting to see how you can build this up and get to the point where, okay, here we are, come September, let's see this thing play out day one. Yeah, no question. And, and I think, again, the other part of it that I like is, and, and Joey kind of fit in with what others have said, the only concern on Trevor Lawrence is what the Jaguars put around him. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's all environmental with what he's going to have to work with and what kind of environment he's going to have to work with. And if you feel optimistic, as I do about where the Jaguars are going with Urban Meyer and the talent that they've brought in uh, in free agency, but also still having the 10 picks in the draft. Uh, really exciting time. All right, well, that's going to wrap us up for another edition of TrevorCast. Once again, thanks to Claude Nolan Cadillac for sponsoring us. Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. Next week, Matt's going to be fun. We're going to talk to Grace Rayner, who covers the uh, Clemson Tigers for the Athletics. So she's going to give us her perspective on uh, covering Trevor Lawrence, which I think will be a lot of fun. But until then, uh, thank you so much for watching the TrevorCast. <laughs>